Welcome back to Out of the Blue from Mason Brew, part of the SB Nation Podcast Network. The only ray of light in this dark, dank rat's nest that we call civilization. We are back after a bit of a hiatus. I am Jared Stormer of Mason Brew, and with me as always is Andy Bailey, my hetero life mate, also of Mason Brew. How have you been, my friend? Was taking that week off as good for the soul as it was for yours? Brother, it was cleansing. Just... You know, kind of refresh the palate in between courses, and we're going into a new season here. It's officially football season for us because we operate on basketball, football schedule. I mean, baseball's well and good, go team, but it's football season. So it felt good to digest and just kind of prepare for what's coming. Absolutely. We're entering what you coined as Luigi Villain's season, which it will henceforth be known as, where we speculate wildly. Uh, you know, we're in spring game season, but... You know, for us, that kind of is the start of it, where you kind of get your head around what this team's going to look like. We're uh, definitely all about moving past a two and four season and the absolute circus tent fire that was last year. So I am okay with that part. It is a little difficult to go from the highs of basketball to try and switch over to football and maintain your enthusiasm when, let's be honest, right now, morale is low amongst the men. Morale is low, and for the listeners, we do know Luigi Villain does not play there, but this is the time of year that everyone said, oh, he's coming, he's going to break out, just wait, and it never happened. So, yes, this is the time to just make wild proclamations that nobody can just immediately throw in your face. Like, in August, like, it comes right back at you, but now we can say whatever, and, you know, it is a little tough switching gears, that's why we really needed that week off, so it's like, kind of prepare your body for battle, like, all the punishment we're going to take for being Michigan football fans again like you said it's coming off a two and four season yeah but uh I mean Tavier Dunlap baby he's what? rushing for 1300 yards this season it's coming god you watch out for Zach Zinter at right guard you don't know what's gonna <laughs> want to power through the Big Ten we're going right through Columbus straight it's- to the Big Ten title this year look we're gonna talk our way into optimism and there are some reasons for optimism here it's not all doom and gloom especially since you know after a two and four season the narrative has shifted to be so dark and morose that uh, almost anything other than putrid failure will will look you know like an improvement so uh let's go over a little bit there is some stuff to catch up on that we haven't talked about here on out of the blue so let's get through that really quickly the first thing that happened and this happened just today and this is actually fantastic news. And, uh, you know, after we just hyped up football, we're going to talk a little basketball. It's Eli Brooks is returning. And that was maybe the best news I heard all week. This is outstanding. Mike Smith and Shonday Brown are going off to pursue professional careers. Having this steady fifth-year senior now in the backcourt to lead in this new, young, inexperienced group is everything. For Because of next season, our backcourt is going to be very inexperienced as compared to at least having Hunter Dickinson up front and Brandon Johns returning. So this is huge for the team. Eli Brooks is only getting better and point God Eli Brooks next year. I mean, let's go. That's what we're saying. It's point God Brooks. I really think he's going to have the ball in his hand the majority of the time. And he should, he showed that he can do that. Uh, But what he brings defensively, what he brings with the leadership uh, qualities and the fact that he's much better suited as far as height to play the point guard position. So that's going to naturally make our team much bigger, more athletic, but yeah, he's going to hold things together there in the, in the backcourt. And I couldn't be more excited, man. This is a, this is a huge get for us. And, uh, that's great news. Uh, other news that, depending on which side of the fence you're on, could be considered great, switching back to football now, and that is that recruiting coordinator Matthew Dudek out at Michigan. 
he has was stepped down is the terminology resigned whatever resigned in disgrace (laughs) i don't know but generally those things don't happen in a vacuum um and he happened to just follow the rest of our former coaching staff to mississippi state so there's something going on there who cares whatever we haven't I mean, recruiting's been just kind of meh for what we expect. And you described Matt Dudek best off air as a wet sock. (laughs) It's probably as mean as we can get here. But yeah, he was a wet sock. And, you know, all the, you know, Simpson gifts he would tweet out there time he got somebody. Definitely got old once he started missing out on key recruits. So somebody different will be very nice. And where we're at right now, also, you know, some news that happened since we last spoke. Taylor Groves, the four-star safety, decommitted. And there's also been no other commits, noteworthy commits, since then. We missed out on Lance Dixon, the transfer from Penn State, who went to West Virginia. Uh, We missed out on, I forget the name of the guy already because he didn't go to Michigan, um, but pretty much the guy that they wanted to be their primary edge rusher um, on this defense went to Notre Dame. So missed out on two huge recruits there. Nothing really going on. I think that this was, uh, you know, designed to spark something in the recruiting trail. Maybe we'll see who they bring in to take over his duties. Matt Dudek has been asleep in his office for three months. They just <laughs> woke him up. Matt, get get out of here. Grab your tent and leave. <laughs> what do you think he did? He got the belt off his neck and he got out of there. <laughs> Bar mitzvahs. So, <laughs> so him leaving. Yeah, it's, I, it's, more change and that seems to be the biggest emphasis for the culture of this program it's change new coaches some new players everything seems to be kind of turning in a new direction we don't know if it's a better direction yet we'll find that out as the season unfolds but i'm okay i'm not going to miss matt dudek i mean how often do you hear in the news the recruiting coordinator is leaving like name one other recruiting coordinator in the country I cannot. Uh, I will not. <laughs> and I don't mean, ask me that. Don't sir. ask me that. It's only because we cover Michigan that we even know who he is. And honestly, we're being a little bit harsh on that <laughs> right now. I think that's just the result of a two and four season and really recruiting not going anywhere. And the fact that the spring game released one tweet's worth of information and like one picture taken on a Nokia cell phone <laughs> and like Ohio State's having like a party and they're probably going to like play the New England Patriots or something like it's just, it, it's hard to get excited. So Mac Dudek leaving and looking for scapegoats perhaps here with some of this criticism. It's what it seems like. It feels like the new Harbaugh is just like walking around going, smell weakness. Yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> kicking people out. It's like, my job's on the line. You're getting out of here. Yeah, yeah. It's something like that. Or he's passing blame to anyone but himself. So everyone is gone that you know could have possibly had their fingerprints on two and four. They can tie together. He's just getting rid of like all remnants of that. He's sticking around. It's like, we're going to do this. We're going to turn it around. So, you know, we're going to see. The lease could not be any shorter. Yes. Um, and a little bit more bad news. Uh, dep- I mean, Taylor Groves decommitting was bad news. I don't care about Dudek. But Giles Jackson going to Washington. We're going to play him. First game of the season. Not a dude I would want to see necessarily as far as transfers go. Uh, I just got a feeling he's housing one. I just got a feeling. Man, that would really hurt. Like, it would, it would sting. I'm not going to lie. It would hurt. It's like seeing your ex-girlfriend who you were in love with leave you and then get with like a guy you know is really awesome and it's like this this sucks like i don't want to do it you see him all the time so it feels like a bad breakup he kind of acted like a jerk on his way out trying to get people to leave with him and things of that nature so i hope somebody lays him out you know in a nice safe humane football way within the perimeters of the game settle down (laughs) yeah it's it will be kind of cool to play him scary 
scary but cool yeah and i don't know what's going on inside the program man maybe he knows more than than we do or i'm sure he knows more about what's going inside the program than we do but knows something in particular about this team that we do not and i don't know we'll see but uh i i really hope that we beat the brakes off of washington and make him question his decision he was one that the fans really all gravitated towards you and i loved him from jump street yeah, he's been he scored a touchdown against Ohio State at age seventeen. However, he got into Michigan at age seventeen. It was still seventeen in November. Baffles me, but point remains the same. The kid is young. He's just now nineteen. Yeah, that's wild. And I mean, they've had some some guys like Giles Jackson that they've utilized well out at Washington. Who was the guy? Just a few was John Ross from Washington. Yeah, the do nothing for uh, the Bengals now or whoever sure, he's with. He ran an extremely fast 40 time. <laughs> Say what you will, the man can run. <laughs> the man can run, and he was good in college. So hopefully Giles Jackson can have a good career starting after week one. I hope Giles Jackson finishes the year with no catches. Just, oh! <laughs> Just Petty King, like, nope, no success to you, sir. Yeah, that is Tom Petty, but I'm here for it. I'm fine with it. All right, uh Moving on, the spring game was played. You wouldn't know it because uh, nothing happened. It was as though a a cat lazily pawed at a butterfly on an idle Tuesday morning on a porch. That was about as exciting as spring football game day was for us covering it. We know nothing really other than what's been released by people that were there, and that's relegated to what you can put into 140 characters. So it's a little lame that we're just forced to kind of look at the rosters, the final score and a couple paragraphs and take from that what we can, but that's what we're here for. So we're going to do it. You talk about speculating wildly. Let's go. No, this is, this is ridiculous that nobody was allowed. Everything's like super shut off. Like maybe it's what the team needs. We'll find out in August. If they're good, I'll say this was a good thing. If they're terrible, I'm going to be like, well, that was for nothing. Thanks a lot. So also we're desperate for football content right now. And you're going to deprive us of that. (laughs) It dude. It also seems like the first year Harbaugh came here. It was like open spring practice. We're going to draft him up. You're going to know where guys were drafted. They've gotten gotten further and further and further from that every year. And we've gotten kind of just, we've lost our edge more and more every single year. Like, and I, I don't know, I'm choosing to correlate the two, even though there probably is no correlation, but it's, he completely did a 180 from how he was during the spring when he first got here. Yeah. Well, also, we've never won a Big Ten championship in that time, so maybe that could be a change as well. I'm aware. <laughs> that would be a good thing. You know, that would be nice. We haven't beaten Ohio State either and have a crappy record against Michigan State. Maybe some things could change, put a little optimistic spin on it, but also this sucks, and I want to know what happened. Yeah, exactly. So we know the, the final score, 22-10, to 10, the blue team over the maze. Notable guys on the blue team. Uh, we were talking about this off air. And as we say these names, uh, you'll kind of start to piece that together. This seems almost more like a one versus twos, like a pseudo one versus twos, rather than just a draft them up uh, playground style like we're going to do. But take this as you will. Blue team guys, Cade uh, Mack, quarterback, Eric All, Mike Barrett, Hassan Haskins, Cornelius Johnson, Dax Hill, Braden McGregor, McCarry Page, Zach Zinter, Ryan Hayes, Josh Ross, RJ Moten. Just some of the notable names there. You want to run us through the maze? Yeah, the maze was uh, J.J. McCarthy, Carson Barnhart, Ronnie Bell, Chris Hinton, Donovan Jeter, Andrew Stuber, Mikey Sainerstill, Blake Corum, Junior Colson, Donovan Edwards, Vincent Gray, and Brad Hawkins. So I look at that, and I mean, it's not like the Mays team has nothing going for them there. I mean, there's some some dudes there, but it seems like the blue team, of course, would win this game, right? I mean, 
you've got the starting quarterback and the best player on the team in Dax Hill. You also have the best running back in the, or you have the starting running back and probably the best receiver and yeah. your starting left tackle. Yeah. You have a lot of great pieces there <laughs> and starting tight end. I mean, starting guard, like, yeah, this honestly, what concerns me more is just the fact that they only scored 22 points. Yeah, honestly. Well, it does seem like they gave the Mays team the better defensive line. And if you listen to the, you know, 40 sentences that were written about what happened, uh, there were a lot of batted balls and the uh, the Mays team seemed to get after McNamara decently. But the blue team was after McCarthy all day, too. So I don't know what that says about the probably hodgepodge offensive lines having some struggles isn't too big of a surprise. Great. We're going to play games this year that are 17 to 13. Can't wait. <laughs> After the all, battle to 15 is on. Let's go. We're going to have the most ridiculous wide receiver and running back core of all time and score 50 <laughs> points a game. Yeah, that's what we're going to do now. So not much to take from this. People were speculating and it's hard to find an accurate source you can trust. Like I said, I was at the spring game in 17. You watched it on TV because that's back when things were televised and shared and we could enjoy them. Yes. And Devin Bush stood out like there are moments and uh, Brandon Peters stood out in those games. So there's flashes of people that become something. So there's probably some truth in what it is. But the 40 sentences that were released, I mean, good luck sifting through and finding what's real and what's not. Yeah, I mean, you gave us a two and four season. You don't really give us much in the offseason. You fire a bunch of people like we haven't heard much from anybody within the program. It's just gone dead silent. So, like, of course, there's going to be this negative vibe. And personally, I think that just going into a submarine like you started to call it, I, I think it just furthers the negative vibe. People are just like, oh, I'm sure whatever's going on with Michigan, I'm sure it's crap. Like, it's just the negativity breeds more negativity. And I mean, I'm sure I'm feeding into that here, but I would have liked to have heard what they had to say about it and heard some names and and even heard some criticisms. It would have been very nice to hear just just something, you know, give us some kind of like state of the program, like what's going on, who's getting better here, who's getting better there. I hate having to like try to find out my information on Twitter, which is just a black hole of humanity. Like no one wants to spend time on there. And those Michigan fans that do religiously are mostly miserable. So, so I just want to hear it from a credible source or straight from the horse's mouth, like kind of what's going on. I mean, you don't have to tell me like what scheme we're going to be running in depth and which players have to be here and rotations and all this, but just say, hey, offensive line's doing this. We're, we're looking strong. We might be missing a piece or two. These receivers are coming on like just a little bit. Right, right. And we do have a little bit, and, you know, some of that will play into our drafts here as we get that going shortly. And uh, before we do get into the draft, kind of want to talk about our format. Like we said, we're going to do a strict draft them up playground style, the way Harbaugh said they were going to do it early on. And we will put a fan vote into, you know, the podcast here into the link. So you guys can vote now, but we kind of declare our winners after the season. Cause we like to see, you know, how those picks panned out over the year. So we'll take a vote now and, you know, we'll see what, what the fans are thinking. Um, about the teams that we draft up, but the overall winner probably declared at the, uh, the end of the year. And uh, we will in a moment uh, talk about last year's results very briefly, but I would like to take this time to talk about our sponsor. Can't say they're our new sponsor anymore. We've been with home field apparel now for a little bit. Great group of people that we've been working with out of Indianapolis. Uh, I've got my two articles of clothing from them and they, they put out a tweet the other day. They may have sucked me in and, uh, 
probably going to be something on my doorstep here shortly, but just very comfortable, affordable sportswear brand. What I really like is you can just go back and you can find the designs that you like, very customizable. That's what I want in my sportswear. You know, sometimes you don't want what everybody else has got out there. So go to Home Field Apparel and let them hook you up there. They're all licensed apparel, wide ranging list of schools. They've got you covered and you can get 20% off your first purchase with MNB when you check out at Home Field Apparel with two P's, one L.com. Okay, Andy, do you want to do a brief recap of last year's spring draft, which is going to have a huge asterisk on it for a multitude of reasons? Yes, I would love to, since we're going to say I'm up 2-1 now in the series, so you really need this win before I take a commanding lead. Please, please. <laughs> also, Venom 22. <laughs> Venom 22, 8PT172. To both of you, am I trying? Yeah, I was winning. That's what I was doing. <laughs> what? These are people in the comment section from the article last year that asked if I was trying. Oh. I wasn't trying. I was too busy winning. Oh, you kept the names in the comments? <laughs> oh, I, I found I should go back and respond too. Yeah. That's what's petty. up? Yeah. Uh, in the uh, in the draft last year, what he's talking about is it was an 80 to 20 vote that I won. But then Nico Collins, Ambry Thomas, and Dylan McCaffrey, Dylan McCaffrey all either sat out or transferred. My team went to hell. So uh, asterisk. Next to last year's win, sir. Hey, st- hey a win is a win. So, <laughs> so Dylan McCaffrey is your quarterback. I had Joe Milton. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to brag about that. Running backs, you had Charbonnet and Chris Evans. Okay. I had Hassan Haskins, Blake Corum, Ben Mason. Why you even list Ben Mason? Keep going. <laughs> your receivers, you had Nico, AJ Henning, and Cornelius Johnson. I had Ronnie Bell, Sainer Still, and Giles Jackson. Without the transfers, I smoke you there. Or the sit-outs. Do you smoke? Because A.J. Henning didn't do that much last Nico year. Nico Collins is going to dominate in the NFL. I couldn't be more sure of anything. We're getting Who's going to throw him the ball last season? We went two and four. All right. <laughs> Not Nico Collins' fault. It would have helped. That would have helped for sure. Tight ends, you had Eubanks. I had Eric Hall. Kind of a wash because Eric Hall dropped so many damn passes last year. Right. <laughs> Offensive line, you had Ryan Hayes, Chuck Filiaga. Two okay. starters. And then you had Zach Carpenter, Nolan Rumler, Trevor Keegan. Solid, very solid line. That's fine. And man. mine was Trent A. Jones, Carson bon- Barnhart. And then I had three starters, Bastardis, Stuber, and Jalen Mayfield. Yeah, those are pretty even lines, really. Yeah. they're gonna I mean, Our offensive line depth is solid. It's like, really solid. Having Mayfield probably gives you the edge. That's, I think, would push it over. Defensive line, you had Quiddy Pay, Donovan Jeter, Chris Hinton, Luigi Villain. I had... Ojabo, Mozzie Smith, Carlo Kemp, Aiden Hutchinson. Hutch, but Hutch didn't play much last year, so he would be the one putting you over the top. I think I get you there. He How many games did Quiddy Pay ended up playing? Quiddy Pay played more than Hutch. <laughs> he did play more than Hutch, but like maybe one or two. Yeah, then great. linebackers, you had Josh Ross, Cornell Wheeler, and Kaleo Mullings. And then I had Cam McGrone, Michael Barrett, Anthony Solomon. All right, yeah. I mean, nobody had a great year at linebacker. No, Michael Barrett was a part of the play of the year, though. So I'll take that. All right, fine. <laughs> Defensive backs, you definitely, you still win, but you would have smoked me if you had Ambry. Ambry Thomas, DJ Turner, Andre Selden, Dax Hill, Brad Hawkins. So you had two starters out of all those names, though. And then I had two starters in the role player. I had Vincent Gray, Gamon Green, Makari Page, and then Sammy Faustin. 
Ugh, the asterisk next to your win. I may even come. I may contest this win. This is currently a contested win. <laughs> Kicker, you had Quinn Nordine. I had Jake Moody. We both lose. <laughs> Apparently, Quinn Nordine is can't miss in like yeah NFL prep. So can't miss. Can't can't, can't oh, miss. Can miss. Don't. <laughs> I assure you he can miss. <laughs> Trust me, guys, he can and he will find a way. The yeah. game hasn't started yet. Once it's once there's a whistle blown, kid's going to miss it by a county. Like, Yeah, oh yeah, go talk to the people at Kalamazoo because I'm pretty sure there's a nice 7-Eleven that's missing a side window. because Yeah, of they've that. caught a few. Number one kick. <laughs> Glenn Nordine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I will give you the win with an asterisk. So I don't know if I want it to count against our overall record, but I'll give you the win in this podcast. Yeah, most of the year is kind of a wash because it's just so bad. Like, I went at quarterback because Joe Milton started three games, won one of them, and Dylan McCaffrey didn't play. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, so that, it was a mess, mess of a year. Um, and yeah, without the sitouts, who knows? But uh, you ready to flip a coin for this draft, sir? Let's flip a coin, sir. I think you've won this the last two times. Call it an air. Tails. It's heads fine. Yeah, it's yeah. been heads. You always go heads. Yeah. There he is. There it is. He's back on the board. All right. With the first pick in this draft, I'm taking the starting quarterback, Cade McNamara. Nice choice. Can't go wrong there. He was the MVP of the game. So, I mean, that's a little unfair that we're doing this after the spring game, and that's one of three things we know about the game. But I think we probably could have predicted that. Pretty, pretty easy pick there. McNamara apparently has control of the offense and everything else. And also for listeners, we're just doing starters. So Jared can't draft like J.J. McCarthy next. And I'm stuck with Dane Bellari. Like, <laughs> No, I would not do that because then I'm going to be playing J.J. McCarthy at uh, maybe tight end. Yeah, tight, I would just like draft every like, like load up on tackle. So you're putting like, uh, I don't know, what's his name? Bartholomew Christian or something at right guard. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Tar, one of the names. Yeah, Greg Tar. <laughs> All right. Uh, with my pick, then I'm going starting left tackle Ryan Hayes. Good pick. I like that. Uh, I will follow back with that because I don't want you to load up. Um, I think Stuber is going to be an NFL guy as well. Hayes for sure an NFL guy. Uh, I love our tackles, so I'm going to go Stuber there. Are you going to play him at right or left? I'll probably play him at left on my line, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, there's there's talent on the offensive line, even in later rounds here. So, okay, But I think those two guys really do stand apart, Hayes and Stuber. Yeah, I, they definitely do. Um, okay, then for my pick, I am going the five tech on the defensive line. I'm going Aiden Hutchinson. Interesting, but not a bad pick. Uh, I know I'm following up with that. I kind of thought you'd take him. I'm taking Dax. Dax Hill, who was reportedly far and away the best player on the team. That surprises no one. Playing exclusively at nickel now, which opens things up, which would be interesting. I might play him at corner. We'll see. You say Dax has a lot of possibilities. We were clamoring for him to play corner last season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm taking a look here. You know, I got all this high tech stuff here. That's all right. We'll, uh, you want to take a, take a break after maybe pick eight. Yeah. That seems like a good place to break it up. Well, so do pick pick 11 if you want, split it up. That's true. Okay. Then I am going to take, I'm going to take Josh Ross at middle linebacker. Interesting. 
See, I think, I mean, I don't hate the pick, but from what I hear about the linebackers, it's all good and that there is no drop off from the first to the second group. Ross will play, but expect Colson, uh, Nikhil Hill Green, uh, some of these other guys, Wheeler Mullings. I hear there's a lot of speed. I don't know um, if I can believe that, though, because a lot of that just sounds like spring game BS. So I want at least the proven commodity there, and I'm not just taking chances with all my guys based on potential from spring game. That's true, but uh, there's some guys in the, that linebacker room that I've said were as good as locks. So I'm going to hold off on that. I am going to go ahead and take here. Uh, let me think. I'm going to take. Better give me. Interesting. This is this is uh, this is tough. Go ahead and give me Chris Hinton. Lock down that middle there. Yeah, yeah. I want. I think. I mean, if anyone's going to take a step up there in the middle, I like Hinton to do it. Most athletic guy there. Definitely with the biggest upside as well. I think so. Yeah. Okay, then I am going to respond with uh, Zach Zenter at right guard. Okay, I like that. Let me go ahead and follow that up with... Give me Brad Hawkins. Oh, got both safeties, huh? Yeah, well, like I said, I think Dax Hill is probably not playing safety for me sounds like he might not play a lot of safety for michigan this year we'll see he's gonna move all over he's our best player yeah he'll be in a lot of different places next season okay well then i'm going to go with looking over the board take your time this is for one day well actually oh you want to want to place a, a little wager on this Sir, you know I'd always like to place a wager with you. All right. The uh, the loser has to drink a full six beers on air during a podcast of our choosing. So, call that a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, I'm just trying to get us to have a good time. but Absolutely. I am down for that, sir. All right. There it is. All right. Give me Eric All at tight end. Oh, interesting. Expecting the bounce back, huh? I mean, he can only go up. He can, and the words from the spring game didn't drop a pass, glued to his hands, and tight end depth on this team is rough. It is. Uh, go ahead and give me Trevor Keegan. I want another starter. I'll put him at one of my guard spots. Sounds like he's a starter. We don't know that yet for sure, but he's one of the early names out of camp. Okay, then go ahead and give me... Mm-hmm. A lot of names to run through here. That's all right, yeah. I don't even have the roster pulled up. I'm doing this on memory right now. Give me uh, Gamon Green at, at corner. Best corner yeah. on the team. Yeah, that was going to be my pick if it wasn't Keegan. Good pick. I like that. Um, go ahead and give me. Well, I've already done a little bit of that. I will take Braden McGregor. I like that pick a lot. I think he's going to be a dude for us this year. Okay, but I'm going to come back with, you got Keegan. Yeah, Andrew Vastardis at center. Good pick. Just a, another presu presumptive starter as well, so. Yep. Especially with Zach Carpenter gone. Yeah, that was a bummer. Carpenter was going to play for us. 
Okay. Um, all right. I like what you're doing there. All right. Give me Cornelius Johnson. Nice. I think there's a bit of a drop off. I was a little underwhelmed with what I heard from the pass catchers in this game with the kind of talent we have there. I think that'll change, but right now CJ sits above the rest. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the steady hand of Ronnie Bell then. Make sure I lock one of them up. Yeah, good call. If you get both of those, it could could get a little rough. Okay. All right, good pick there. Uh, let's go ahead and get me DJ Turner, who sounds like another guy that's competing with Vincent Gray. Uh, that's maybe a little bit of leftover negativity for Vincent Gray. I think that he could still be a rotational guy. But uh, hearing that DJ Turner and him are competing pretty heavily, I'm going to lean towards the talent and say Turner wins out. Yeah, like that. I am going to take... going to take Donovan Jeter. Oh, no, I'm not taking Donovan Jeter. I'm going to take um, Junior it, Junior Colson or Cleo Mullings. Let me think here. Oh, Hawkins. Thank you. I'm going to go with actually yeah, I'm going to go with Khalil Mullings at linebacker. I'm so happy you did that. I am immediately taking Junior Colson. I, I, want, I want the experience. I know you got your boy. I wanted the experience. That is fine. I'm glad you left him for me because uh, I think Junior Colson is about as sure as it gets to me. I think that he's a can't miss prospect. That's how high I am on him. I like the. I like your optimism, sir. Okay, I'm gonna come back with. David Ojabo, member of the blue team. I was between here, Upshaw for me, and I like what I've seen a little bit of Ojabo as my other defensive end. Oh, we're in peak Luigi Villain season here. That's Guys, exactly what we're predicting freshman and David Ojabo. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so I got some pass rushers. I got some guys in the secondary. Um, Man, what does it say about our running back depth that no one's even really thought about one yet? Yeah, doesn't even have to touch. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah, like whichever one I get, I'm, I'm pretty good with. Um, all right, go ahead and give me Carson Barnhart. I'll take the uh, the more seasoned of the guys that might not sign. Barnhart's huge. Where are you going to play him? That 6'4", 301, probably my right guard. Okay. Actually, can I uh, can I walk that back? I forgot about a guy that's not on this list. Ooh. Transfer Willie Allen. Is that allowed? I'll allow it. Yeah. So he's that'll be your right there. tackle? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you got Willie Allen there for you. That's a good one. I am going to go with Roman Wilson at my other wide receiver. Interesting. He's definitely the guy that seems like he should break out, right? With what we saw from him last year, I have to believe that we see more of him. A lot of potential there. So what we saw early, I really liked. Okay. All right. That is halfway through it. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about what we got on the board and we'll finish this bad boy out. We'll be back right after this. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist. And if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. All right, welcome back to Out of the Blue. It is our annual spring game draft. It is something that we hold near and dear to our hearts. We don't think anyone else on the planet cares about it, but we're doing it anyway. And that was a pretty solid start to the draft. A little bit of a recap, just because we are going to put a poll at the end of this, and we'll put everything up there with the picks in the pod as well. Uh, Number one pick in the draft, Cade McNamara. Your number one pick, starting left tackle, Ryan Hayes. I like what you did there. I took Stuber. You followed up with Aiden Hutchinson. I like that. You know, you bring the best pass rusher against my Andrew Stuber there. I like it. I took Dax Hill, best player on the team. You followed up with Josh Ross. I thought a little early. I thought you could have got good value at linebacker later, but that's all right. I took Chris Hinton, which could be argued as early. Uh, Zach Zinter um, for you after that. I believe he will be a starter. I took Brad Hawkins at five. You took Eric all at five, which certainly is a reach. Um, Who's took, the next best safety, Luke Schoonmaker? <laughs> I'm just going to take a random name at pick 22, and I like my chances. Dan Valari, get in. <laughs> uh, no, who's the freshman? Oh, we can't take freshmen that aren't there Correct. yet. Uh, I guess I got to take Schoonmaker at some point, which I will. And that's fine. I'm fine with it. Uh <laughs> Pick six, Trevor Keegan for me to play one of my guard spots. You took Jamon Green, who will surely be the best corner uh, on the team. The number one. As of right now, as of right now, we'll see where that goes um, very early in the season. <laughs> it's not even the season. Braden McGregor for me at pick seven, who I like that pick. You took best Stardis, a pick that I liked. Uh, then there was a run on wide receivers with me taking Cornelius Johnson at eight. You taking Ronnie Bell at your eight. Uh, DJ Turner for me projected. Uh, starter or at least contributor at nine you took Kalel Mullings I followed up with Junior Colson because I couldn't have you getting him you took Ojabo which I do believe was a reach but I get I get, I get why you did it I the uh, potential I took, we saw two years ago is too much to ignore and I like that more than Taylor Upshaw <laughs> Taylor Upshaw has been getting the runs though so um, Roman Wilson was your last pick and I am up with pick 12 and I'm taking the guy that you just slept on who has been running with the ones and that's Taylor Upshaw who I picked in our uh podcast when we were talking about the switch to the four three under or the three four however you want to call it that taylor upshaw is taylor made oh my god that was such a lame pun that i didn't mean to do yeah we're just but we're gonna ignore that uh, we're gonna ignore it It was an accident um but the pick was not um i am so glad that you didn't take upshaw and you took ojabo first in this defense you need a guy that can play standing up you need a guy that can rush um and we saw taylor upshaw on that chase down play last year he has speed man Go ahead. I mean, I love that play, but I wasn't really sold on Upshaw as much last year as I was Ojabo two years ago. 
So one of us it'd be funny if they both end up starting, but it's oh I can't wait. One, this one is of us, be one, I remember. one of us is going to be arguing the Luigi Valane point right here, and it's going to look really funny. <laughs> this is a Luigi Valane type argument, but I like Upshaw, man. I'm telling you, he's running with those ones. You like the upside of Upshaw? He's tailor made for it, huh? Uh, it's just what his name is. I can't help it that he fits with every cliche. All right, give me Hassan Haskins at running back, the best in the room. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, I wanted him. He's for sure going to be our number one back. Everything I hear is he just does what Hassan Haskins does. Fall forward, make smart plays, doesn't make mistakes, doesn't fumble the ball a lot, good in protection, just a a college-level Big Ten player. It's going to have a great year. Uh, I'm going to take Blake Corum, who uh, from all accounts is the most explosive, explosive running back, even ahead of Donovan Edwards. So I'm cool with taking Corum there. Corum's a dog, man. You can't go wrong. He's a dog. He's a dog. Who's getting more run, Page or Moten at safety? Um, Page is probably going to start if uh, Dax Hill's moving to to Nick. I'm taking Makari Page then with that pick. That's smart. Then I'll take Moten right after you. Um, because I am going that get that solidifies my safety. And like I said, I'm playing Dax Hill all over the place. He'll likely be my starting corner. Okay. I like my secondary so far. Well, you are you have three of the four best safeties on the team. I don't even know who the fifth safety on the team is. Uh, Jordan Morant. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that kid. Okay, yeah. We'll... I did not. I'm high on him. But Moten seems to be the guy that beat him out. But yeah. give Morant some time. He's a dog, too. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Michael Barrett. At, ah, you stole it from the me. other linebacker. He lasted, he lasted too long. He's a starter. Oh, yeah, Mike. I know. Yeah, Michael Barrett's a really good pick. I would have probably liked Mike Barrett over Josh Ross when you got him. I still like Ross's experience. I think he's going to do really well as an inside backer here. Oh, maybe I should have slept on Corum for a pick or two and solidified my linebacker pick. That was a good one. Uh, give me Nikkei, Nikkei Hill. Oh, that was, uh, that was, I, you, you know, that's my guy. Yeah, that's your dude, but I'm going to take him here. Uh, shades of Josh Ross, from what I hear. He's the next big guy. Not as fast as these other guys, but a hitter. We, we always love ourselves some physicality. Oh, for sure. I am going to go with Cornell Wheeler then, my other backer. Cool. All right. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and grab Chuck Filiaga. Over Barnhart? Uh, Filiaga played last he year. He did. Still on the team. I mean, I don't, Barnhart may, might surpass him, but as of right now, I would have to imagine Filiaga's next guy up should somebody go down. Okay. I'm not going to fight you there. Then I will respond. I'll take Barnhart from my left guard. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and give me. Give me Mike Sainer still. Nice. Okay. And I am going to take AJ Henning. Great pick. Higher upside, but I like Sainer still right now. I mean, the receivers, it's like there's, it's hard to really go wrong here. Like you'd have to really reach to screw this one up. Right. Uh, Go ahead and give me. Donovan Jeter. 
You already have a full line. You already got three down linemen. Upshaw hitting him, McGregor. Uh, that's true. Upshaw. Because we're just doing starters. Good point. Good point. There. I mean, this new scheme, though, guys are going to play in weird spots, and Upshaw is not playing a traditional down lineman. Okay, so you're going to have him more For as me. a linebacker. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you're definitely because Jeter is a traditional defensive tackle, and I have Hinton. That would be dumb on a three-four team. Trying to. So I'm not going to try to save you here, man. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that. I, I really appreciate you calling me out on that one. Uh, a linebacker would make more sense or somebody that could rush the passer. Um, or I could grab that. Um, uh, is there anything I could do that would be give me, I guess I got to take. I need a center. Give me Nolan Rumler at center. Okay. You want Rumler or Reese Atterbury? Reese Atterbury is true freshman. Okay, I'm just saying. I mean, just Junior Colson, but same. That's different player. <laughs> junior Colson <laughs> right. is not human. Fair point. Fair point. Okay. Jones, Jerry, Jerry, and then I will take. Hmm. Man, I really want to. I really want to take Andre Selden. I really do. But word is he's not really in the mix for starting. So I'm going to have to do it and take Vincent Gray and hope he beats out DJ Turner. So I have two starting players in the secondary. Yeah, I understand wanting to take Selden there. I already have Dax Hill who, um, if he moved to nickel, that'd be the most likely place Selden would fit in. So, but on this team that I currently have now, um, I don't think Dax Hill would play at the nickel. So I will take Andre Selden. Um, but I think you are very right in taking Vincent Gray above him. I believe Vincent Gray will see the field. All right, then I'm going to go with Donovan Jeter in the middle. Fair enough. Okay. um, Give me... Mm, Ooh, that could be interesting. Got my line. I got a tight end. Do need another receiver. You, you need you need you need a tight end, a receiver, and two linebackers. Give me Luke Schoonmaker. Well, you're not going to take him. Um, um, give me Julius Welshoff. There you go. Um, like I said, Upshaw is going to be playing standing up a lot. Welshoff's my other pass rush, so it's Hinton. McGregor, Welshoff are the guys on the line. Upshaw is the stand-up Leo with Junior Colson and Hill Green. So you need one more backer? No, I'm good. Hill Green, isn't that only six of the seven? Uh, well, I'm going to use Dax Hill. Well, that then I need another secondary. You're right. You're you right. have Andre Seldon, I guess. I mean, unless you'd be kind of smaller though. But yeah, that'd be that'd be too small. So, you, all right. Well, we still got some picks. We left. do. I'll let you think on it. Yeah, you're up anyway. I'm up. I am going to go with. Since you're going to have an extra guy over, since you got that extra corner, I'm just going to kind of play my starters there. Give me, give me Andrell Anthony. I like it. 
He's been listening to the report. It's always somebody, though. We should have known it was Anthony. That's why I picked Iman Dennis last year is because it's always somebody. There's like a high, highly recruited class of receivers and then somebody like Ronnie Bell or Mike Sainra still or Jeremy Gallon yep. is the guy that shows yep. out. Always, so, always some name like that. Yeah, absolutely. And Andrew Anthony's got a great name for it. And he's wearing number one. Saying something. Saying something. I don't know if they gave it to him or if it just happened out that it worked that way. All right. Um, go ahead and give me. Man. Pickens are getting slim. Ooh. That's not a bad idea. Sorry, this one might take me a second. We're so deep into the roster here. What, what are you looking for? Uh, well, I mean, you brought up a good point there about my front seven. You, you want some help? No, I'm I'm, I'm, fi- I'm filled out there, so it's not going to hurt me. No, I don't want any help. Okay, here. there's an obvious name. Um, is it Mozzie Smith? It is not. Is Anthony Solomon still there? On you the go. Roster? There you go. I didn't think he was still on the roster, yes, sir. God, we had so many transfers. We have more transfers in the portal than any other team in the Big Ten. I just assume everyone's gone. Let's, let's not talk about it. Yeah, uh, Anthony Solomon probably went a little late. So my apologies if Anthony Solomon has to happens to hear about this. <laughs> we didn't mean it. Just kind of happens sometimes. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take Morant at safety. I mean, held off long enough. Got to fill it out. Okay, uh, since we just have extra picks here, I'm not even going to pick a specialist. I'll take whichever one of the coin flips you, that I You get. still need one more receiver. You have two receivers, meaning if you want a third, you need it. Uh, well, I mean, that's what I was going to take with my luxury pick anyway. There you go. Yeah. Uh, oh, Xavier Worthy's not on campus. Nope. And you got Henning and Roman Wilson. Yep. I mean, who's even left? <laughs> Dan Villari. Uh, <laughs> Donovan Edwards is my next wide receiver. Oh, hey, I like that. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go. I need my other tackle. I need Trent A. Jones. I like it. Go. Okay, let's take a look at this as a whole. I, I, I got to pick ahead of you somehow because I still need J.J. McCarthy. So we should. <laughs> you didn't take McCarthy? Not yet. I think we have one more pick to make each. Oh, you're right, because I didn't take Shoemaker. So it's Shoemaker and McCarthy. Okay. My mistake. That'll, that'll finish us out. Yep, yep, that's correct. The guys we didn't take where there was only one other option. Yep, yep you're right. Oh. So Shoemaker and McCarthy to finish. Um, strange McCarthy was the last pick of the draft. Well, it's like he's kind of sit on it, you know? Sure, yeah. And I think we both believe Cade's the starter. So, yeah, let's uh, let's take a brief overview of this before we call it a night. And we'll we'll get our opinions of this, and then we'll pass it to the viewers and the vote. I got him position by position if you want me to read them. Let's go. All right. Quarterback, you got Cade, I got JJ. Sure, I got the, the W there. And that's a good place to have the W. You, but I, that was the coin flip. Would you have taken him first if you got it? It was between he or Hayes for me, just because I like Ryan Hayes so much. But... Okay, I was going to take Cade no matter what. If yeah, so. Up there, a uh, running back room. You have Edwards and Corum. I have Haskins. Okay. Um, you got the you got the starter, but I love that. It's my, just, it's kind head. of a wash, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you got the guy I would trust more in the clutch, but I got the guy that if I need a big play, yeah. I'll, I'd rather have. Receivers, you have Cornelius Johnson and Mikey Sainer still. I have A.J. Henning, Roman Wilson, Ronnie Bell. 
uh, TBD. Yeah, very. I'm going to see who gets touches and everything. Oh, and I have Andrell Anthony. Uh, well, you've definitely got the depth there, but it sounds like Cornelius Johnson is far and away the best guy right now. So. It's, you could, yeah, you could have two of the three starting receivers. I could have Ronnie Bell. We don't know what's going to happen with AJ and Roman Wilson. So very, we'll see where that one lies. If Ronnie Bell isn't starting, something's wrong very, with the planet Earth. Very well, there's wrong. plenty wrong with the planet Earth, but something new is wrong with the planet Earth. I get you a tight end. I have Eric All. You have Luke Schoonmaker. Based on what? <laughs> Why do you think you have that? Because he plays. How about that? <laughs> yeah, all right. Did it help? He played. <laughs> On a 2-4 and four team and had the most drops of anybody in the Big Ten. He played. All right. Next. Schoonmaker can play. Do, are we sure? When's the last time you've seen Luke Schoonmaker play? He's been there. I mean, he's seen three presidents since he's been there. <laughs> He's been out on the field. He doesn't make a lot of noise, but he's out there. I'm going to send you some clips. <laughs> All right. Uh, our offensive lines, I think we both did a good job. Yours is Andrew Stuber, Trevor Keegan, Nolan Rummer, Nolan Rumler, Chuck Filiaga, Willie Allen. So two presumptive starters. I have and, Ryan and Hayes. Willie Allen's got a ton of experience, too. So. A lot of ex- and Filiaga, too. A lot of experience. Uh, I have Ryan Hayes, Carson Barnhart, Andrew Vastardis, Zach Zinter, Trent A. Jones. Uh, I am really high on Zinter and Hayes. We are both sky high so, on, so I like that it, a lot. Yeah, that's a good good O-line. I think we both did a good – this is one of our most balanced draft, I think. Like, not – like, it's never like – Well, we figured it out. Early on, uh, there were some runaways. There was – it was in those first two, we were both kind of learning. <laughs> yeah. All right, your defensive line is Julius Welshoff, Chris Hinton – Braden McGregor. That's big. So I'm in the way that they're going to run this defense. That would probably be a little too big. It's like, it's all like we're going to see Braden McGregor. We haven't seen on the field yet. So that's up in the air defensive tackle. We're going to find out who's going to be the starter. Who's going to be the guy. So again, it's some TBD there. Um, My defensive line, Aiden Hutchinson, Donovan Jeter, David Ajabo. Once again, we'll wait and see on those Um, tentatively. I mean, you've got obviously the best player on the D line. That helps, so. and I got the ex- I have experience with Jeter as well. But again, like I don't, we, we don't really know because things are going to shake true. out different this season. Very true. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of betting on Hinton to be the breakout guy. So. That would be uh, welcomed. We would welcome this. Yeah, for the team. Yeah, we don't care about this draft. We'd rather see it for the team. Uh, your linebacker core is Taylor Upshaw, Mikai Hill Green, Junior Colson, Anthony Solomon. That's an obscure linebacking core, but I do like that for the Mike McDonald defense. I'm 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 high on that. I'm high on That's that. That's solid. Mine is Cornell Wheeler, Kaleo Mullings, Josh Ross, Michael Barrett. I mean, we both have two semi-proven names and two guys that we're high on. Yeah, so I mean, so, yeah. not bad. Wash for now. Yeah. Your corners are Dax and Turner. So this is fun because Turner and my pick Vincent Gray are battling for a starting position. And I have mm-hmm. the best corner from last season, a player that got better. And you have Dax Hill there, who's the best player on the defense. So it's going to be best player on the team. We'll, uh, we'll, I'm, I'm, we'll wait and see. Him or Hayes? We'll, we'll wait and see. Don't you? Dax Hill's miles above Ryan Hayes right now. Please. We'll, we're going to find out. We, we are going to. Look, I am as high as you can be on Ryan Hayes, but Dax yeah. Hill is the best player on this team right At now. At safeties, you have Brad Hawkins right. and Moten. I have Paige and Morant. We both have one starter. 
Uh, I like my secondary in this situation, yeah. personally. Went a little obscure with it, but I like the players. are having and, Hawkins and Hill And you, you have there. the extra because I had Andrell Anthony extra. You had Andre Selden extra, who we're really just holding out for. <laughs> yeah, we will. I mean, he's still young. He's only a sophomore. Or, I mean, still a freshman, yeah. technically. Uh, didn't like redshirt freshman. Yeah, so it's it's close, man. I think we both did a really good job this year. Yeah, no, I really like both of those teams. I, I can't really nitpick too much on, on anything that happened out there. You uh, you favored a lot of, like, experience. I think I did as well, too, though. I mean, with picks like Chuck Filiaga, yeah. where I, Our, you know, value experience over taking the guy that might take the leap up. A couple undrafted names. Sammy Faustin, Jalen Perry, <laughs> Mozzie Smith, and uh, a name that would have only been there for extra is uh, Tavier Dunlap. The uh, freshman running back who's very people are very high on. I've heard good things about him. Yeah, it's an abundance of riches there at running back. So hopefully we get to use them. Uh, this will be interesting. We're going to put all the names up in the pod. We're going to put the vote up there for you. Uh, you guys figure it out. Let us know. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, please tell me I lost again. So then I can win when half your team transfers in July. That is why would you want that? This, <laughs> we root for the same team. I'm just. <laughs> I don't care about that. I care more about this. No, I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, you care about bragging rights on a on a podcast, <laughs> yeah. yeah so I, I, Dax Hill transfers. I'm like, yeah, Jared, suck it. You don't even knock on wood. That's not in the universe. You please. All right. Yeah, we need. All right. We need Would him. we please? Dax Hill is the greatest living American as we sit right now. Well, maybe it's Eli Brooks or Sean Day Brown. We don't know. <laughs> Eli Brooks is definitely in high consideration for that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, if I've ever a daughter, like. I don't know. I'm going to introduce them at least. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so people that know it's an inside joke between Jared and myself that when a player plays well during basketball, so you say he can have all of my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> it probably sounds bad when he say it out loud. But it's so. like, it's okay. Here's where I want you to join my family. I trust you. You sound like a great young man. You're scoring at a high volume, very efficiently helping my favorite team win. What more could you ask Should for? Should have said it like that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say it like that? You say it, like, it sounds a little bit better. Sure. 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 I like where your head's at, buddy. <laughs> Um, all right, man. This was fun. This is always one of my favorites. Uh, next week is my second favorite pod. It's NFL draft time. It is NFL draft time. This one, this one's my favorite because we're just a little more in depth and we can get obscure. Sure. Like, yeah. Daxil's yeah. playing backer. Like you almost tried to talk. <laughs> this is my favorite. Next week's my second. Oh, okay. Favorite. Like you tried to talk yourself in the Daxil linebacker at one point. And you're like, nope, can't, can't do that. I don't want him getting injured, even in this theoretical situation. <laughs> so, yeah, next week will be fun. We'll run through our NFL draft picks from last year, the year before. Whenever, I think we, did, we skipped it last year because of COVID, and we were just kind of on hiatus. So we'll go from from two years ago, see how we did. I think we did really well. And, we actually did really good. <laughs> and, you know, like Dave Gettleman grinding tape with a Wii remote, we'll be at home looking yeah. through some guys and convince me to talk, in, you know, talk me into some guy from South Carolina a and T and you know, we'll get after it. I'm ready. I'm going to try and convince you to go two rounds speed, speed draft. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you don't have to know everything about everybody. Just there's so many mock drafts out there. We'll talk just about throw it. names out there. Yes, it doesn't matter. There's a guy on Michigan's roster named Greg Tar. <laughs> I mean, Cameron Cheeseman pick 42. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have been mad about it. <laughs> Everyone needs a long snapper. They do. All right, brother. Uh, anything else from you? I think that we've uh, been long-winded enough on this one. But if anybody is still here, God bless you.
God bless you all. That's going to do it for Out of the Blue. Make sure you like, share, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Brew. I'm Jared. That's Andy. This is Out of the Blue. We'd like to remind you that wherever you go, go blue. Go blue.